Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, friends, and welcome to the Papaya Podcast. I'm your hostess, Tran Hermostis, Sarah Nicole, and each week I'm going to be dishing out some sweetness mixed in with some seeds of wisdom or something like that. So get ready to get inspired, get candid, get real, because we are all in this digital space together. I'm so excited to bring on today's guest. Deja Riley is just, oh my gosh, you guys are going to love this conversation. I have a very complex relationship with fitness, so I'm always nervous and I'm very protective of you all when I bring somebody on to talk about fitness or, you know, somebody being an expert in that space. But I just had such a good feeling and I'm so glad I went with my gut on this one because she's just such a great energy and bringing a lot of really cool stuff to the table, especially when it comes to her career. And we're going to get into some of the new forms of mediums of fitness and how we can have fun again with it and how it's not always such a complex experience. It can be amazing to enjoy the conversation, have fun, eyes of optimism. You're going to learn about that today too enjoy the show. All right, everyone. Welcome back. We have a really exciting conversation today. And let me tell you, this is one of the most fun people to Google because when you Google her name up comes a lot of very exciting and interesting things. And we're going to dive into those questions all about what I just discovered when I Googled her. So please welcome Deja Riley is a door check. Thank you so much for being on the pod. Thank you for having me. And hello, beautiful people. It's my favorite thing to say. So I had to come in with a strong intro. Okay. First <laughs> of all, I can, I will not be able to think straight until I see what I saw when I Googled you. And that's <laughs> that you were a dancer for Beyonce and Lady Gaga. Did I it, tell me that's true? That is correct. In fact, you just named my very first major like on-camera job, which was Lady Gaga. And my very last major, it was on camera too, but at the Super Bowl um, job that I did as a dancer. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's, that's so cool. And it, that's like such an, was it fun? Did you love doing it? Absolutely. Absolutely. There were so many amazing takeaways from both of those experiences and the plethora of experiences in between. Um, and it also led me on a journey to better my mental health and to continue to improve myself. And this journey or this career spun into me getting into the fitness industry. So I'm excited to talk to you about that today. Yeah, because I think it might be a little bit hard for a lot of people to understand how you career pivot from Beyonce and Lady Gaga into something entirely new. That must have been scary, exhilarating, all of the above. Talk to me about why that decision came to be and what it was like to, because I think a lot of us are very much on these adventures. We're like, I just need to hit this point. And then that's life. We checked off the boxes. We have parents. My dad's been in the same job he's been in since he was in his twenties. My mom is about the same. I, I very much did the one career, one job. And now we're getting into this space and time where people are flipping and they're, and they're changing yeah. and they're pivoting. And we're not so much boxed into one singular career anymore. Our resume is truly built off of all of these experiences, but I still need to know how you ended up walking away from a Super Bowl and Beyonce into being a, into fitness. 
Absolutely. Well, I always get really excited about telling this story because, you know, it is it is a very vivid story in my mind. It is something that um, changed me from the inside out. And this has been nothing short of an exciting journey for me um, and an exciting pivot. So I'll give you the beginning a little bit. I started out as a dancer at the age of three. Um, my mom put me into like ballet tap combo classes and I fell in love with the art of dance and just movement. And I always had a lot of energy. Like when I was a kid, my parents were like, we have to do something with her. Mm-hmm. And in turn, that trickled down to all of my siblings. We were all very active. So I grew up doing ballet, jazz, tap, lyrical, flamenco, hip hop, you name it. If it was a style of dance, I've tried it or tried something like it. Um, I also played the violin, the piano, the alto sax, the tenor sax. Um, I used to travel when I was a kid for summer camps. So I had the pleasure of training at Debbie Allen's Dance Academy a couple of summers as a dancer. And I really, really, really just love the art of dance so much that I started competing at the age of 12. Um, from there, I continued uh, in the on the competition circuit until I was about 18 years old, where I made the ultimate decision to move out to LA. Um, I lived in LA all the way up until the pandemic, honestly. I, I, I was there for a little over 13 years and that is where I built my career as a dancer. I moved out there to follow my dreams and become a professional dancer in the commercial industry. And as soon as I got there, I quickly realized that was gonna be no easy feat. I auditioned and several times was told no, several times was told to change my look or change my, you know, my approach or the way that I moved. And I kind of found myself in another space of training. Once I did a venture into the dance industry, I, I started training again while I was out in LA taking different styles of hip hop and jazz and not really, not really embarking on, um, a journey of starting all over again, but more so in sharpening the tools that I already had. Um, I then continued to meet some incredible choreographers and other dancers that would help me along my journey. And one of those people was the Lorianne Gibson. Um, She really- I love how you said that name, like I'm gonna know who that is. Okay, okay. Who's who's Lorianne Gibson? Because it sounds exciting. She is exciting. If you've ever seen, have you ever seen Making the Band? No. Okay, so this is like an old MTV like okay. reality show where okay. they would create a band. Wait, and- I do remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So she became famous as like the original boom cat. You know how dancers make sounds, and like she got this name as like Lorianne Boom Cat Gibson, um, and she shaped me honestly into the dancer and into the creative artist that I am today. Honestly, she gave me that initial foundation for who I needed to shape myself into to become a successful dancer. And she also gave me my very first professional job with Lady Gaga on Dancing with the Stars. Um, It was one of the scariest things I've ever done in my entire life, but also it was so exciting and it gave me this rush that I wanted to continue to feel. It was like being on this like indescribable high. And once you hit that stage, once the lights are on, your costumes on, your makeup's done, your hair is done, and you are just moving, it happens in a flash. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I need to do that again. Like it was so amazing, so incredible. It felt so good. And so from then on, I continue to just like push past all the no's to get to my yes. And that spiraled into a career of dancing with artists like Nicki Minaj, J-Lo, Cher Lloyd, Katy Perry, um, and then of course, one that you named Beyonce. And that was the end of my career. So I, I danced for about a decade in the professional industry. It was like a little under that. And You know, I got to travel the world with these artists and I got to dance on all kinds of stages in front of cameras on TV shows. And I absolutely feel like my career happened so fast um, that I wasn't really necessarily able to stay present in that moment. I think I also felt 
especially being on that massive field at the Super Bowl, that I still had some things to face internally. And I think a lot of the reason why I wasn't able to remain present in those moments or really appreciate and absorb those moments for what they were is because my mental health wasn't quite stable and I did not feel um, secure. I felt very inferior. I felt very um, disposable. Um, I, I honestly was feeling all these feelings that made me want to shrink even though on stage, you have to expand yourself, you know? And I think I just kind of went on autopilot with what I knew from all of the training that I had over all those years that I would just like, you know, make it happen. But I think at the end of the day, like my mental health was super suffering and I I had to make a change. So I think at that moment I knew, and I, I felt in my gut as I felt so many times before in my career that a shift needs to happen. And I listened to that. I was like, you know, I think I've I've had a really, really exceptional career um, that I'm really proud of. And I get to walk away with all those experiences and all that knowledge and wisdom that I gained throughout those years. It's time for me to move on. I also found that like for my body, you know, this wasn't necessarily a, a sustainable career. And I think that's what turned my eyes to fitness. It was something that I've seen people do at every stage of life, no matter what they're going through, there is something for everybody in the fitness industry or in fitness and wellness. And it was really attractive to me. And so I pivoted my eyes and my mind to this amazing industry. And I've been here ever since. You said a couple things that I need to loop back on because the first one is like that. Well, first of all, the fact that you said that you were on this like big stage and still feeling somewhat inferior and disposable. I I mean, to this day, I have never experienced feeling like I don't get into comparison traps or people will be like, how do you, how do you find your confidence? I'm like, I does, is nobody else just showing up and choosing it? Like I am because I'm continuously. So the fact that you're like on a literal Super Bowl stage and realizing that you're like choosing to be there and having to like show up in that time and also recognizing that there's other stuff going on, I think is really powerful. Cause I think the second you put these big names and big titles, it's very easy to assume happiness, joy, wellness, all within those categories, because society really puts those things on such a pedestal. But I think it's also cool that you, you speak of them. Like that was such an amazing season and it, it's in no way failure to move on from that. It's actually it's like your success story to move forward into something that is using you in a very purposeful way and creating that pivot shame-free, which I think is a a lot of us really get caught up in these exciting titles. I mean, look at me. I even came on here. I was like, I just Googled what you did. And that's not even (laughs) where you are now, right? We really hold on to these spaces and titles. And I think the fact that you spoke into um, mental health at a time that was like a peak, right? And and wow. that's something I'm going through right now. I I just ended. I just had another podcast where it kind of was revealed to me that I have some pretty bad boundaries when it comes to my career and people and access to me. And the fact that this is starting to step into a space that is not mentally healthy, and I need to be doing things about that. But outside looking in, people would be like, "You're doing everything. You've got it all. Why are you not satisfied?" And I think it's more about how do I start to pay attention to myself within the midst of these things? So I just love that you kind of spoke into that because I think that it's really powerful coming from somebody who has been on such a big stage to be able to speak into, yeah, people even at the top can struggle mentally, can have major career pivots, can walk away from something amazing because there's a belief in something more or something more you or something that you're going to serve. So you've come into this fitness industry and you've The other thing that came up when I Googled you was that you are just a change maker in the fitness industry. So I want to hear how you came and you say the word wellness and like immediately in my head, I'm like red flags. (laughs) Wellness has become such a difficult word for so many because it's been really predatory upon so many people and their precious bodies. So I'd love for you to kind of share about once you exited the dance world and went into the fitness world, were red flags there? Did you start to see things like what, what made you into a champion of change in the wellness space? 
And uh, how are you doing that? Yeah. So um, it's interesting because I was listening to one of your podcasts talking about green and red flags. And, mm-hmm. and I honestly think that I go into every experience now in life, now that I have, you know, a healthier mental state with optimistic eyes that I will look for the green flags instead of always searching for the red flags. I find that when you are constantly hunting or on the lookout or on alert for red flags that might be, you know, in any situation or any experience that you'll find some, you know, I think, you know, so if you're, if you're searching for that, that's what you're going to find. So I think that if I flip my perspective and I start to continue to search and reach for the green flags, you know, that way I I'm able to stay in this happy space to pour out into others. And, you know, if anybody who has ever seen my brand or witnessed my presence in teaching a class or whatever it may be, they know that I am all about fun fitness. At the end of the day, as simple as it sounds, I am all about the fun. I think that, you know, for me, I find that I gravitate to workouts that don't really feel like they're rigorous or don't really feel like I'm going to be like struggling and panting and out of breath, even though I might be. I think that I, you know, I admire a lot of the trainers that I used to, you know, take classes from and collaborate with and stand next to you that do that. And so I think that was my first mission was like, Hey, like I actually want to run in the direction of something that I've seen. That's been really, really positive. And that's bringing back this like sense of adventure and this sense of uh, a sweet escape and something that feels like a warm hug. Mm -hmm. And so all of my workouts, I keep that in mind when I'm designing workouts for the mirror or I'm designing in-person workouts or virtual workouts with my community, I am looking for making fitness super enjoyable and making sure that it doesn't ever feel like a one size fits all format. Now, I will say for me, in terms of health and wellness, I I definitely believe that across the board. There is no one way to do things. I think that, you know, everybody has to find their own way. But I also think that oftentimes we focus so much on like the negative aspects of, you know, what's happening in in the world in general. I think for me, especially during the pandemic, I had to stop watching the news because I'm like, and, and, you know, for me, it had like a little bit of a damper on, on my parade and kind of like had this more traumatic impression on me as opposed to something that was uplifting and something that made me feel good. So yeah, I take that back to like feel good fitness and feel good wellness. And I think I just stumbled upon becoming a change maker. I really honestly wasn't searching for that position. I wasn't really trying to be an activist. I feel like it was what I led with, my heart that I led with and and the intuition that I had to go in the direction of the things that I love and the things that make me feel good that placed me in that position. So I'm there now and I'm, I'm fully embracing it. I I mean, like, you know, I'm not trying to run away from it, but I think that it's definitely not something that I planned for. And it's, it, it, though it is intentional now, it is more so something that fell in my lap because of what I was already naturally doing. I love that so much. And I think it's such a, it's such an important nuance when we talk about things like this to kind of bring up that just because we've had really negative experiences with fitness. It's like saying you had a really negative experience with a puppy once and you're like, I need to still meet other puppies. Like that sounds like I really minimized it. But overall, (laughs) essentially I had a really like growing up. I remember my first time ever going to a gym. I was the biggest girl in class. So I went to a gym and the first thing they did was measure my body in front of everybody in the gym and pinched all the fat on my body and, and recorded it openly in front of everybody. So the only reason I went to that gym was to go into the tanning bed that they used to have there and the hot tub and leave because it was mortifying working out in front of all of these people. But I still wanted to like 
show face there because I was paying money for it. And then I went into, you know, having kids and there was no access and time to things. And then I pursued um, what I, I became known for many years ago, which was losing a hundred pounds, but I pursued fitness obsessively. I pursued fitness as a means to earn my food. I pursued fitness as a means to punish my body into becoming something else to the point that in those days, words like orthorexia, which is now we understand is an over obsession with, you know, working out or fitness and, and really sort of it, it, it's a form of an eating disorder where you're like working out to earn your food. I stumbled upon a video of myself about five years ago, just this week. And I'm speaking to my Instagram story saying that I had overeaten and now I had to double my workouts and how frustrated I was with that. Then leading into, you know, finding a really healthy balance with fitness where I felt like it was just so good for me mentally and oftentimes ended up with me just putting on music and dancing in my bedroom with the doors locked. Like it had to be a very private activity for me. I fell in love with weightlifting because it wasn't about how small you got. It was about how strong you got. It was about how much you can lift. And, and I fell in love with it. And then I got pregnant and was banned from exercise due to a complication. And now I'm coming back in this space where I'm sort of in this mix of body dysmorphia from having a baby, but then also really wanting to get back into, and and I have been getting back into fitness again and finding the fun in it. So I feel like this conversation is so timely because it doesn't have to be the negative experience that we once had. It doesn't have to be also the obsessive experience that some people had. I have so many friends who got into like, they got into fitness and they went all the way to like stages of like competitions and stuff. And then they felt very disordered from it. it it's so hard to encompass all that fitness is into one singular mold because we are all people. It is human experience within one thing. So I, I love that you're like, coming in with these eyes of optimism and these eyes of change that is like, no, everyone deserves joy in fitness. Everyone deserves to kind of move their body in different ways. And we enjoy, we deserve safe spaces to do that. So talk to me how you feel. Um, if somebody is listening and they're like, I've had the worst experiences of fitness. Like I've been down this road so many times. And it's usually by somebody who is just genetically predisposed to something else. And I don't feel like I can catch up. I don't feel like I can be a part of this. How can we open up that conversation to somebody who's just always had really negative experiences with fitness that the idea of fun in fitness sounds like a complete irony? Yeah. I mean, I will encourage, I would encourage them to dust their shoulders off and try again that, you know, just as like I say to other people that are joining my classes or joining my community, I might not be your person. I might not be your cup of tea. Like therapy, right? Might not be the right fit. It's like boyfriends might not be husbands. Even I've been through a couple. No, I'm just kidding. I only have (laughs) have married twice. Let's clarify that. (laughs) Still, You never know. You know, there is someone out there for you. There is someone, there is some format out there for you. There is a genre out there for you of working out. I feel like a lot of people, because of um, maybe like the narrow lens that we all look through in society that they they deem it like, oh, okay, I have the choice between doing strength workouts or cardio workouts. And then I'm like, oh my goodness, it's so limiting. What if you knew that out there there was yoga, Pilates, boxing, dancing, Tai Chi, jujitsu. There's a world out there that you can just explore. And so that's another reason why, like I always say, like fitness can be an adventure. Like you can go out there and find something that works for you. And I think like a lot of my classes are based on these, you know, motivational statements that I make on a regular basis. And one of them is like, Ain't no shame in the modifying game. Your the yes. sweat will drip down all the same. And I say that over and over and over because I want people who who have to take these modifications due to whatever is happening in their own life, in their own body, to feel just as accomplished as those that are fully able bodied and can do everything to you know fullest progression. I feel like it's very very important for everyone to find their own safe space. And if it's not where you were know that there is something out there for you. There is an alternative. And I just think it's the, it's the matter of you shaping your mindset to start again, to begin again. You know, I think that I, I always say like, you know, we 
can't all just like start over in life, but we can start now and create a new ending. And I think that the importance of that in each and everybody's life, not just in fitness and wellness, but in anything that we do is something that we can all carry with us. I love that so much. And and I, I love that you said adventure because I still think even when we're talking about like fitness, it can be hard to not categorize it as like something we have to do. And I remember when I discovered aerial yoga years ago and I was like, this that was an adventure. Every time I left the class, I was like, wait, it's over already. There was a part of me that was like, this is me surviving because you couldn't fall. You had to climb up. When you're doing a push up, you're like, I think I'm at my limit. When you're hanging from a silk, from a ceiling that's hanging above a cement floor, you pull yourself up because you don't want to hit your head on that floor. And you realize what strength you carry. You realize how much strength you carry beyond what you thought you were capable of. And I just remember being like, this was the coolest thing I ever did. And that was probably the first time. And then to compare that, to I did hot yoga once and I was like that was like the devil's arena I will never again enter into a hot yoga and these are two yogas these are two singular things that were done in very different spaces and one I absolutely became in love with and the other I just banned from my life story for the rest of time and I think that's what's so cool about you know these conversations is it really hopefully expands our minds into how do we just get movement? I mean, my neighbor sent me a note the other day. She was like, I just want to, when I say send me a note, I mean, she literally had her son deliver me a folded letter in which she was like, how are we going to choose to move our bodies? Because she has joined fitness things. I have my own like fitness class that I do um, privately, but she was like, I want to have something with the weather good that we can be doing. Do we want to go for hikes? Do we want to go skipping in the park? Do we want to do this? And I was like, this is what fitness should be like. It should be exciting. It should be fun. It should be an adventure with friends. If you can have it and it should be good for us. And it doesn't have to be about altering your body. It can be about, you know, building upon yourself, building upon your friendships, building upon the adventure that is this life. And, and I think for someone like me, it's taken a lot to kind of reestablish that. And so I'd love for you to share, cause I actually don't know anything about this. Tell me about mirror. Cause I've seen it but I don't know. I don't, I've never tried one. It seems like so wild. And I'm also so confused. Tell me about mirror and like what it is and why that's been such a cool platform for you to be a part of. Absolutely. And I'm going to simplify it for all of these lovely listeners out here to be able to digest exactly what the mirror is and what, what we stand for. So Mirror is an at-home device that literally is, just as it's described in the title, a mirror. So when it's turned off, it really looks like a full-length mirror in your house. I have one here at my house, and I absolutely was a lover as a consumer first Mm -hmm. before I became a trainer. Um, The mirror offers several different genres, and we're currently expanding beyond the genres that we already have. But currently, we teach yoga, pre and postnatal, Pilates, Tai Chi, boxing, kickboxing, dance, and there's various genres within that that dance modality. But I will say and more because we're currently expanding. I love, 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 love the fact that we have something for everyone from chair workouts to workouts with connected weights. There is so much that you can explore right in the comfort of your own home. Um, We have 15 different trainers that come from 15 different walks of life and will give you 15 different deliveries on how to do an exercise. I really, really, really love that people find their trainer or their go-to. And like some people like to explore and take different trainers. And some people are like, you know what, this is my person. Oh, I'm I'm like that. I did that with Peloton. I was like, this is my person and I don't yep. change from that. And my husband is like, this is my person and I don't change from that. <laughs> and we had like a full on debate on why our trainers are the best. You get attached. You get I attached. You know who you like and you like what you like. Honestly, I have to take a pause. This 
podcast wouldn't be possible without sponsors. And I know I've said that before, but we are so intentional about who we choose for this show, who is a part of it. And one of my favorite longtime partners is none other than Frank Body. Now, Frank Body, I love for so many different reasons. They're affordable. They don't test on animals. Their packaging is hilarious and charming and looks so cute in the shower. But I'm also a really busy person. So when we talk about Frank Body, we're talking about body care and that just doesn't always mesh up with my lifestyle. I mean, I'm a mom, I'm a friend, I'm a partner, I'm a writer, I'm a podcaster, I'm a freaking human. So yeah, I don't really have a lot of time for things like body care. So when it comes to something that is going to work, it's going to have to be fast. It's going to have to be effective. It's going to have to feel good, be mess-free because I don't need another thing to clean up. Time-saving, nice-smelling, quality and affordable, which is a lot of boxes to tick. Well, that's why I love Frank Body's new Rosehip Body Duo. I said last week that I had it in Add to Cart. My new order just came, thank goodness, because I'm obsessed. The Rosehip Body Scrub and Cleanser is so incredible because it's a two-in-one. So it has this exfoliating sugar that buffs away dead and dry skin, and then it foams up into a milky lather to cleanse your skin. Typically, you'd normally use an exfoliating scrub, then you'd have to do an, your like body wash. This brings those two things together in one swift use of motion, which I love. Plus there is no mess left in the shower. Then there's the follow-up game changer, which is the Rosehip Dry Body Oil. It's absorbed super fast into your skin. So you don't have sticky hands afterwards. Your body isn't sticky afterwards. You can get dressed and go right away. And if you didn't think you liked body oils or lotions like I did, think again, because the Rosehip Dry Body Oil is so incredible. Frank Body is a women-founded skincare brand from Australia that's all about embracing and celebrating our bodies. It's skin, hair, and body care that's clean, effective, and let's be frank, affordable, which we love. But we're going to make it extra affordable today as well because use our exclusive discount, Papaya, for 15% off at Frank Body. Visit frankbody.com and use code Papaya for 15% off. Thanks so much, Frank Body. We love you. Whenever I talk about any type of a food bar or a protein bar or a snack bar, the thing that kind of comes in as the ultimate judgment is if your kids will eat it. (laughs) And you know, if you know, you know, right? Because they're so picky. So when I talk about made with local, so when I talk about made with local and I talk about them making the yummiest ever real food bars, Let me just tell you, the kids love them too. They use ingredients sourced from small family fun farmers and food producers in their community. Their foods are handmade at bakeries that employ adults with barriers to the mainstream workforce, which is so incredible. Plus the made with local real food bars have a fresh, soft bake texture that's totally different than the other bars out there. They're delicious flavors and simple whole food ingredients that are gluten-free, low FODMAP for a happy, well-nourished belly, especially if you're like me and need something like that. They are women-led and a certified B Corp, meaning they're one of the most ethically and sustainable snack food companies in the world. They're available at grocery stores and all across Canada and online for customers in Canada. And right now we have an exclusive online offer for you. Made with Local has offered us their biggest discount code ever. Yeah, ever. Save 25%. That's a quarter. That's a quarter off. Like, let's be real. 25% off your order by using promo code PAPAYA25 at checkout for 25% off your Made With Local order. This is incredible. Visit madewithlocal.com to shop for these bars. I promise you they will be your very new snack obsession and maybe just for the kids too, unless you hoard them to yourself like I did with one of the flavors because I don't share. Okay, let's get back to the show. So you're literally, are you in the reflection? Like when you turn it on like a TV screen and you're like in the reflection? So imagine this, like I am like a holographic image because you can also see through me. You can see yourself, your whole entire body in the mirror, but you can also see an image of me. And then there's also like a universal health score that is calculating like how many um, points you get per workout, depending on intensity of the workout then you'll also see the bubbles going across the bottom of the screen that's our mirror community um if you would like you can attach like 
your Apple watch or some sort of tracker, like the mirror also comes with its own if you'd like to purchase that, but they, you can attach the tracker. So it will track your calories or whatever it is that you prefer. Um, I also love the features on the actual app where you can filter like different things out. So for example, that's what I was just going to ask. Cause there's a lot yeah. of people, especially if you've come from a disordered eating uh, category or orthorexia, you need to find those safe pockets that aren't often at gyms. Let's be honest there. Yeah. I know people back in the day that used to bring post-it notes to the gym because they're like, I can't see this number. So mirror yeah. is completely adaptable to your own personal mental health needs as well. Right. That's one of my favorite parts about the mirror. I know for me, I am the type of person that like wants to focus in on exactly what I'm doing. And so I tend to not wear my Apple watch, even though I have one and I have an aura ring too. So like it'll track it. And if I want to know, I can just go into my aura app, but I just tend to like turn all those features off, let the music play and just go full throttle into my workout. I think that it, because they have stuff for everyone from like family fun workouts, all the way to expert level workouts it honestly is the perfect device for the entire family. I, I've not, I've seen countless families actually participate on the mirror and like they have their different accounts. And so, you know, that one, one of the family members will maybe be more into like dance and boxing. And then another family member is like all yoga. And then, you know, they'll join together and do like family fun cardio. There's just so many different combinations of things that you can do on the mirror. And it's about to be even more accessible to even more people. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. Okay. That's really cool. I'm going to look into that afterwards. Cause it just sounds really, I like, I like options. I don't know. I'm like one of those people that like, I like, I like options. I like to do different things all the time. I like to stay excited about something and not get like such in a rut with stuff. So I like the idea of something that's sort of just part of my home that I can switch on when I'm ready for it. Yes. And that's kind of convenient. But when it comes to like your fitness training, do you do it separately from mirror as well? Or is it just with mirror? So I teach for mirror and then also teach classes through Lululemon. And I'm very, very excited about the fact that we are going to be opening up for some in-person events throughout the summer. Oh my gosh. That's Um, so so fun. Yeah. I cannot wait to teach in person. I've literally been having this itch to get back to human connection and especially with my classes and my community. So yeah, so that is my teaching world right now. I also have a YouTube page and um, have some older workouts available on there as well. So if people just wanted to get a taste of me before coming over to the mirror, they can. All right. Okay. But I have another question and it's the selfish one. What is your favorite thing from Lululemon? Because I have strong opinions and they just changed it on me. And now I need to gather all of the Intel before I go back into that store. (laughs) Okay. So I will ask you specifically which category you're looking in. Are you looking for like your, whatever your go-to like workout outfit is? Are you thinking more athleisure and lifestyle? Do you want footwear? (laughs) I've I've got all types of things. So tell me what you're looking for. I like a pant that is a pant. I I usually only get their pants. I like a pant that then can go into a workout pant and it cannot collect pet hair, which is why the Align pant has never been a thing for me because they always collect a lot of pet hair. I was a wonder under high rise girl. I was going to ask you if you changed it, but they changed Uh it. And now there's an elastic on the inside. And the thing I loved about it the most was that it was like so seamless. And now I feel so lost. So when they cleared them out and they were done, they were like, don't worry, we have a new version coming out. And I was like panic shopping. And I was like, I need every pair there. What I wear like every day. So I need to know like, what are the best if I'm going to, if I'm going to graduate from the wonder under, do I go try the new wonder under, or am I going to try something different? Because I think I need to try. My daughter is also a huge Lululemon girl and she's all about the Align tanks. Like she has them in every color. That's all she asked for her her birthday is I want every color of Align tank. And I was like, two of them, (laughs) you may have two and I'll get you a fanny pack and you're good, but she loves them. So yeah, I'm just always curious because I feel like people who know Lululemon and like know their stuff and also it lasts forever. So you kind of are committed when you get something and people don't often like veer away from their favorite stuff. So I'm curious what, what's yours? 
Okay, so I'm going to tell you right now, even in the winter, I'm a shorts girl in terms of <gasps> bottoms. You're not um, in Canada, though. So. <laughs> I, you're right. You're right. But I'm in New York. That's, that's close so enough. I've, that's close I've, had cold. Put, I've had to put my joggers on top. Like I, I, I wear the, um, oh, is it scuba? I think the scuba hoodie and then the matching joggers, but I'm, I'm Ooh, I've never like tried a- the joggers. Oh my gosh. I'm obsessed with the joggers. Okay. okay. Um, so I would say like, I've worn both the high rise joggers and on top of my shorts. Cause I'm definitely a shorts girl. And usually it's either the aligned shorts. I also really, I do like the wonder under and I, I love the, the new ones. Have you tried the yeah, new ones? I love the They're new good. Ones. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to try. Maybe that little elastic doesn't mean anything. And I just have it in my head that it's going to be something. I think you won't even notice that it's there. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna I really try it don't. Out. I don't think you'll notice that it's there, but I like it because it makes it, it expands um, the audience that it can be marketed to. That's because fair. I think, I think for some people, they are going to want to use that drawstring, but fair. I don't use it. So yeah. I, you know, I'm much like you in the way that like, I really did love the wonder under. I also have a dog that sheds everywhere. And the Lux uh, team, it's just so good. It doesn't like nothing sticks to it. Yeah. They're the best. Yeah, yeah. So I will say that I'm really getting into a lot of the Lululemon lab pieces because I love that. Like they have like a lifestyle line. I mean, this dress is from Lululemon Wait, and I don't even know about this. Yes. <laughs> this oh my God. So dangerous. It's really dangerous, but I'm this is not sponsored at all. Y'all you're <laughs> like, how do I shop? Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm leading you into, you know, a direction that will still make you feel good because the clothes will make you feel good. So like, you know, it may be a little harmful to everyone's pockets, but uh, honestly, but they last for it. so long and they, they have such a guarantee. Forever. Like I have friends who have literally had their dog like claw through one of their pants and like got new ones. Like you can, I, I had a friend who hers like just at the five year mark were like falling apart and they got new ones. Like it just, I love that they stand behind things like that. I think that's super cool. We just had Mother's Day, but around the corner is now Father's Day. But when it comes to Father's Day, it can be a father, it can be a father figure, a dad, a grandfather, relative, step-parent, close family friend. And you know what? Sometimes I always think that I know my dad better than anyone. One day we were chatting and I heard a story that I'd never heard before. And that got me wondering, what other stories do I not know? That's why I'm gifting this year to my dad, StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps you and your dad or father figure connect through sharing stories and memories and preserves them for years to come. They've lived entire lifetimes. I mean, my dad still talks about his high school football career. And I remember one time like him showing me all the different jackets he had from high school. Their stories are a part of them. They're a huge thing that keeps them alive and keeps them sharing their experiences in the world before we even came to be. So with StoryWorth, every week, StoryWorth emails your dad a thought-provoking question of your choice, and it's a vast pool of possible options. Each unique prompt asks questions you've never thought about, like, what is your fondest childhood memory? And have you ever feared for your life? These questions and answers can really help you discover stories and memories that you've never heard about with your father figure as well. And after one year, this is where it gets really special. StoryWorth compiles all of those questions and stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book the whole family can share for generations. So it's not just about you getting to know that person in your life. It's also about sharing that with everyone else as well for years to come. Right now, for a limited time, you can save $10 off your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com papaya. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H.com papaya to save $10 off your first purchase. Storyworth.com papaya. You know, I could talk about skincare till the cows come home because that's all we ever talk about is our skincare. But did you know that your hair, your healthy hair, it actually starts with a healthy scalp? That's right. Your skin doesn't just stop where your hair does. It actually goes into your scalp and a little goes a long way when it comes to changing your relationship with your scalp care for healthier looking hair. Whey Scalp Serum balances, hydrates, and soothes irritation, creating an ideal environment for hair to thrive. 
Just drop the skincare-inspired serum onto your scalp daily and leave it in. Morning or night, wet or dry hair. It's really, really easy. For me, I've had so many struggles with hair, especially through postpartum and having all these hormonal changes. And when it came to using the Way Scalp Serum, it's been really cool to just been so easy. It has the ingredients like hyaluronic acid and adaptogens, which I super trust for my skincare. So it's really easy to work into my daily routine. I do it in the morning and I do it at nighttime. So what does Way Scalp Serum do? Well, it helps support the appearance of thicker, healthier hair. It balances and hydrates the scalp, creating an environment for hair to thrive. It also soothes irritation that might come from tight ponytails or excessive hair detangling. And if you use with Way's thick and full supplements, it makes a complete hair care regimen. It is vegan, cruelty-free ingredients and 100% recyclable packaging. It has adaptogens like Arctic Root, Siberian Ginseng, and Chaga Mushroom. Hydrolonic acid for hydration and a healthy barrier, red clover flower extract to reduce scalp discomfort, peptides for the appearance of fuller, thicker, healthier hair, and it's completely safe for color-treated and chemical-treated hair. The way to healthy hair starts with the scalp. Shop Way's all-new scalp serum by going to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code papaya to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at T-H-E O-U-A-I.com code papaya. Thanks so much, Way, for this incredible coupon. We are very much looking forward to our healthy, gorgeous hair. But okay, let me shift a little bit because I need to know in an age of TikTok, how did that work out for you with being a dancer? Like, did you, were you like, this is my moment? I'm coming in. This is so good for me. Or do you kind of hate it because we're all atrociously dancing all over the internet? I've got to tell you, I really, really at first was anti-TikTok. I was hardcore anti-TikTok. I really just didn't feel like it was going to work for me. I saw all these tiny hand gestures and upper body movement. And a lot of pointing. A lot of, yes, a lot of pointing. (laughs) Although right now it's the, the hip shake with the swipe of the belly. Have you seen that? I don't know what's happening, but I, I've got my husband doing it now. He's perfecting that move. Um, (laughs) But I, you know, I really, I was like so against it. And then I had so many of my friends that aren't dancers that are like, you would just rock at TikTok. And I'm like, I don't don't think it's for me. And lo and behold, last year, I started like putting some of like the dances that me and my husband would like do together or just like random little skits and things that we would do together that we thought were fun. And people started like gravitating to it. We like found our audience. And literally, I think from November until now, like I went from a couple of thousand to like 65,000. Yeah. TikTok is like such a, such a, there's so much space for success on that app. Yes. Yes. And it's been like exponential growth ever since. And I'm just, I now am slightly obsessed Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get really overstimulated there, but I find like, if you just let yourself be, I think what I love about TikTok is it's sort of chaotic and it sort of doesn't matter. And you can just put up anything where Instagram still like, as much as we'd love to fight it, it's very curated. It's very much like you're, you're catering to people who are following you for, you know, the, what you offer and, you know, for your story or whatever. And then TikTok is like, it's almost like the behind the scenes. It's like the grit of it all. And YouTube used to hold that category. YouTube used to be like the real gritty platform, but now I'm like, TikTok is chaos. It's pure chaos. And like the most random things go completely viral that make no sense whatsoever. Yes. I have like my uh, most, it's actually not my most viral, but it's the second most viral was my daughter eating cake. And I didn't realize it was going to be anything amazing except for I had it in my stories we were at her like first year shoot and yeah. uh her like one year shoot and she instead of like smashing the cake she just like held it and put her face in and I watched my Instagram stories like the response on it was just wild and I was like was this something like that did I miss it like I know she's my baby so I get really excited at literally everything she does yeah. and so I put it on TikTok and it just like went 
And then it went viral on Reels. It went viral on TikTok. And I was like, what is it about a baby eating cake? But that's what I love about it because it ta- TikTok taps into a part of us that we almost didn't expect. Like it, yes. it's, do you remember when the guy was on the skateboard chugging a yes. cranberry? And, and I, I, the selfie style, yes. And he went so viral. I looked at my husband. And I said, there's something amazing about this because collectively we are all experiencing joy through this one video of somebody doing something so simple yet so unexpected yeah. that it has burst us all into this being the coolest thing we've seen in a while. And I think that's what I love about TikTok. It is chaos, yeah. but it taps into a part of us that is just needing that like random bits of joy. And it's seeing it in you know, a a dog or a couple dancing or a guy on a skateboard chugging cranberry juice. It's so (laughs) unexpected. And even though it's given us all the attention span of a goldfish and like we watch these videos in 15 seconds and we forget like these things take days. Sometimes they take like hours to edit down and then we're just like, huh, click. (laughs) It's so wild. Like, but it is such a, it's such an amazing, I love that you're on there. Cause as soon as you said you're a dancer, I was like, you must be killing it on TikTok. You must be enjoying your life there. But you must know that I'm not the star of my TikTok. Like if you ever go on my page, you're going to soon discover from just the first view that you watch, my husband is the star. So (laughs) I officially changed my name from Deja Riley on there to Deja and Jimmy Izzy. So. Oh my gosh. That's incredible. Well, I honestly have loved talking to you so much. I think it's, I think you're just such a cool person. And I love that you really, I love that you came in with like this eyes of optimism. I don't know why that's the thing that really stuck with me today. Um, But I think that there is, we have to give ourselves second chances with things. If we've had damaging or sad experiences or hard experiences with fitness, like we can have those eyes of optimism and try again, whether it's, you know, trying something new, trying some new wonder unders, apparently Um, we're going to go in with eyes of optimism. I just love that. I'm a very positive person overall, and I really feed off that energy. So I hope everyone walking away today is just like really feeling that, but tell everyone where they can find you and where they can kind of plug into all that is you, because I'm obsessed just personally, I'm in. Thank you. And thanks for tying that pretty bow on the end. I, I honestly just, that just flowed in the moment, but I, yeah, I definitely, I'm a big believer of going in with those, with those eyes of optimism, um, to tell everyone where to follow me. I am at Deja Riley on almost everything except for TikTok, where I am Deja and Jimmy Izzy for me and my husband. Um, you can also join my community at sweaty smile squad on, um, Instagram and Facebook And it is not just for mirror members. It is for anybody and everybody that is looking for a safe community that just wants to have fun while um, continuing to nourish their mental and physical health. So, yeah. That's exciting. Well, thank you so much for sharing this time with us. And for everyone listening, we'd have everything in the show notes for you as well. So you didn't have to jot notes if you're driving. And we will see everyone back next week. Well, friends, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes or find us on Instagram at the Papaya Podcast. And if you loved what you just listened to or know somebody who would, please share it. Simply screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it to your Instagram stories. And don't forget to tag us. Last but not least, if you'd like to lend your personal support to the podcast, take a moment and leave a review on iTunes. We would be oh so grateful. Tune in next week for a fresh new episode of the Papaya Podcast, and we'll see you then.